Hi, welcome to the Pedestrian Fest podcast. My name is Michael Amland, where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. All right, the Stubborn Lovers, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. How's everybody doing? We're doing good. Thanks for having us. Well, thanks. Great. Thank you. Um, if you uh, all just want to kind of say, you know, your name and what, what you do in the band, uh, we'll, we'll kind of start that way. Uh, sure. Alphabetically, uh, uh, by last name, I'll go first. <laughs> sure. My name is Mandy, um, and I um, do lead vocals and rhythm acoustic guitar for the band, and I uh, occasional uh, tambourine whenever I can get my hands on it, but it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's me. Uh, uh, I'm Pearl. I play drums and percussion for the band. And I am Jenny. I play bass guitar and I write all the songs. Wow, cool. So power trio. But you got? Do you guys like <laughs> kind of augment like in the studio and live? Like add other musicians or? We do. We have a couple and we have a, you know, a group of people who play with us on a regular basis. Um, currently, we have uh, Andy and Jeff uh, playing guitar with us. They both played on the, on the last record. Awesome. How did you guys get started? How did you meet? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I started the band about 10 years ago. Um, I'm the only original founding member left. Um, oh, actually, Andy was there was there too early in the in the beginning. Um, found uh, Pearl came on board. He was brought on board by uh, a different singer that we used to have. Uh, and then Mandy, we found through Craigslist. Believe it or not, <laughs> actually use Craigslist to find good people. Uh, she originally came on as a, a backing vocalist, um, and then when the, our first singer left. Uh, Mandy took over on lead vocals, and uh, and from there we just kind of uh, kind of bloomed. Um, our Mandy is such an incredible, versatile vocalist. She she really opened up uh, doors in terms of what we can do. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we've uh, we, we've had a lot of players in and out uh, throughout the years, but um, I'd say Andy is. And he's stuck through it. He's he's been off again, on again, but he's always there when we need him. And uh, yeah, he's he's played on the album. And and what is what is Andy playing? Uh, Andy's lead guitar. Lead guitar, okay. Yeah, yeah lead electric. Andy McMillan. Okay. Uh, but basically, the three of us are the, the the core of the band. We're the the three who uh, you know keep it going. Um, we're always there. <laughs> And you guys have two full-length albums now? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, this last one just came out um, on November 18th. It's called Come and Reckoning. And uh, we're reckoning, sorry. Don't cut off that G. It's the Southern in me, and I've had a little wine. <laughs> uh, and it's out everywhere. It sounds great, yeah. I, I love both albums. Um, Come and Reckoning sounds a little more... Um, I don't want to say polished, but did you no, guys you can say that? That's okay. <laughs> did you all go, you know, were, were you all working in a studio environment or is it more home recording or kind of hybrid? Um, as we recorded or, or in the buildup before? 
uh, at, when you were recording the album? Yeah, it was all, it was definitely all in studio. Studio, okay. Yep. Sounds great. Where did you guys track it? Uh, it was in a couple different spots. We began in Vancouver, Washington, which is just across the border from us at a studio called Nedlingham Studio. Um, we ended up keeping most of the bass and all the drum parts from there, um, some of the pedal steel as well. And then we did the remainder, which was a lot, at Jackpot Recording. And we had an amazing engineer working with us there. Unbelievable. Kendra. Kendra Shout out to Kendra. <laughs> and we also had, I mean, the, but, you know, all the studios that we've worked at were great, but I think Jackpot was a little bit of a step up. And I think you do hear that in the in the recording and in the mixing too. We had Larry Crane mix it for us, who is a world renowned mixing engineer. He's worked with, he, he founded Jackpot with Elliot Smith. Uh, he's worked with Quasi and Slater Kinney and a whole bunch of legendary Northwest artists. Yeah, I mean, it's, it sounds phenomenal. I mean, I, I've listened to it a, a few times and I, I really, uh, can't say enough good things about it it's a, it's a cool album um there's a lot of depth to it um and even with you know at times kind of like dense instrumentation yeah the, the mix is, is perfect right on thank you we are really really proud of it um how you know kind of what was the i guess the the build-up to that was there a lot of pre-production between the first album and this one or was it more you know divine inspiration if you will or kind of a mix well i mean jenny can probably answer this better i do know that she was sitting on a bunch of songs we had some leftover stuff from our first the the other full length that we have out um but as you know we we had covid hit and we all kind of went into our covid zones and we had a lot of time to <laughs> do and churn through this music i mean I think I begged and pleaded for, you know, like five shared uh, tracks that I could just play along to while I was kind of solo. And, and four of those happened to be on this album. So, you know, there was a lot of that for sure. Yeah, I would say with, uh, you know, when we, when we recorded Mother Road in 2018, we, you know, we had, we've been working, we'd already been together for several years. We had a, a, a pretty large catalog and we kind of, for that album, uh, we chose songs that specifically related to the theme of family. That was kind of the the underlying theme of that. Um, and when we went to make this record, uh, it was a little more scattershot in that we just kind of were like, well, here's the songs that we haven't recorded that we think are really good and that we want to have recorded. So there was less of an overarching theme, although I think some themes did emerge, um, but it was more just kind of you know, you never know when you're an indie band, you never know if you're going to get a chance to make another album. Uh, it's such so expensive and just requires so much effort and time that we were like, well, here, let's get these songs recorded so that we have them for posterity. Yeah. And I, I was reading the, the bio. You said kind of this time um, you said you felt like the music kind of lived in you this time. Um, uh, I think that was Mandy's quote. Mandy, oh, Mandy I'm sorry. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, for me, uh, with this album in particular, I, you know, like Pearl said, like we, we had a long time to kind of sit with these songs and um, 
I had I had grown quite a bit as far as like a guitar player and um and so I was just really excited to just have all these I mean Jenny is just an amazing songwriter and at this point you know correct me if I'm wrong Jenny but I feel like she writes songs for my voice like and so when I when she gives me a song even if I think it's a stretch or I'm not going to do it justice I it just it just becomes a part of me and I just I just absolutely love it and just maybe it was because it was over the pandemic that we really dug into these songs. Um, you know, we all kind of learned them separately from each other. And then by the time we finally could get together, it was uh, first, you know, we'd been playing them already for months without each other. So, um, yeah, I don't know. This just had a very different feel to me. It's it's a lot more personal for me. I love Mother Road. It's an incredible album, too. But um, this one really, really sits in a in a place in my heart for sure. And when you guys track, I mean, is it more kind of live in the room or is it, you know, just kind of, we're doing drums, doing bass, kind of separate? No, we're all, we're all pretty together. Well, they're all together. I'm, I'm usually in a, in a separate room doing scratch, but I can at least have a, have an eyesight on them. And um, yeah, Jenny and Pearl are an amazing rhythm section. They just, to, I'll let you guys talk, but I just wanted to throw that out there and just, they're, they're to watch them play together and to watch them track together. It's a, uh, it's kind of a thing of beauty. <laughs> yeah, we definitely, we do always start with, uh, you know, the entire band playing live in the studio. Um, usually we'll, usually we'll only keep drums and bass and possibly some rhythm guitar from that, but you really want to get, I mean, with, with this type of band, you really want that, that live feel underlying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you never do know when somebody's going to come out when, with an amazing riff or lick that you wish you had recorded. So we tend to roll tape on everybody. That's cool. Do you guys, um, is it pretty much kind of playing the songs or is there any kind of improvisational element thrown in? You know, because we're on our own dime at this point, uh, <laughs> We don't, uh, I mean, there's, there's always room with, to breathe within each song, um, but they're pretty well defined. I mean, we know when we're starting and when we're stopping. Right. Yeah. We're, we're definitely, we're a hardworking band at this point. I mean, we, we have our fair share of, uh, you know, messing around at, at rehearsals and stuff, but when we, when we're there to do a job, we, we do it. And a lot of the arrangements are so complex, um, that you know, and there's a lot of interplay among the instruments. That it really it needs to be it needs to be mapped out. Um, fortunately, I don't think that that precludes any sense any any sort of like live feel. I mean, I think you know we we bring the same energy, <laughs> no matter how many takes we do. And we have we have, we have done uh, you know some songs. We have hundreds. <laughs> make sure we get the take that we want. Um, but yeah, we're we're like Mandy said, we're you know we're a pretty tight band at this point. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and you all do incredible, incredible harmony work. How I mean, how much is spent on that aspect? Yeah, quite a bit. So that's one thing Jenny left out. She also uh, does backing vocals uh, in the band. Incredible backing vocals. Um, we we do spend a, a fair amount of time on that. Jenny and I specifically. Um, you know, typically the way that it starts when Jenny writes a new song is um, she brings it to me first and we kind of play it together on acoustic um, and and get the vocals 
uh, hashed out. You know, she's definitely got an idea of like how uh, songs should be structured and what she wants to hear, but um, also gives me a nice uh, bit of leeway to kind of throw my own thing on it. And then once we've worked it out, we bring it to the band. Um, but we, we do have a lot of, yeah, a lot of great um, vocal rehearsals. And um, my sister actually sang uh, backing vocals on this album. Um, she sang with us. Uh, did she sing on Mother Road at all? No, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, she's been singing with us for a little while off and on. And she came down from or came up from L.A. and um, put down her harmonies with me. And, you know, she and I have been singing together since we were tiny little babies. So <laughs> I think it came out really, really well. And Pearl actually made his vocal debut on. That's right, he did. We always want to get like we keep we we're always joking about how we wanted to get like the you know the Britney Spears microphones and saying or do a little Sister Christian style. Oh sure, but yeah, yeah, over that, but he did add a little little sauce to to this latest record. Yeah, and couple couple. Uh, points of clarity there clarification um, <laughs> one you don't want me to have a mic <laughs> we've established Two, that years ago <laughs> not because i'm gonna be sharp or flat but because i'll just keep going i'll, I'll talk <laughs> uh and two my mother would be disappointed to hear you say that that was my vocal debut i did uh i did my fair share of stage work as a, a youngster Vocal debut with the Seven Lovers. Let's clarify that. Okay. <laughs> I do some Gregorian chanting on this one. <laughs> nice. Spoken word. But yeah, I think Pearl throws down some uh, some backing stuff in uh, what Cottonwood Run and um, and right and right. Yeah. There's a few, I think. I forget. Yeah, it's good. It's all in the liner notes. It's good stuff. So. Very cool. Yeah, I'll go back and, and listen closer to that. I, I... Oh, so it's not worth listening to. <laughs> it's layers upon layers. It is definitely worth listening to. Literally, the Cottonwood Run stuff, if you isolated my voice, it sounds like a Gre Gregorian chant. It does now that, you think, now that you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. Done. That's cool. I, I, I enjoy hearing that kind of stuff when it's isolated because you're just like, how, how are they going to make this work <laughs> in the context? But that's fun. Um, were there any... Uh, kind of specific musical influences for the album that you guys were into? Any any newer artists or kind of going back to the, the tried and trues? I mean, you know, you go ahead because, no, you, you know, I'll, I can go on and on about this stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. So I, Jenny will definitely hit this from the, the writer's perspective and that's probably the correct perspective. Um, I think as a whole, we are kind of an amalgamation of a lot of different but parallel influences. And, you know, none of us are super old, but none of us are super young. And we have our influences kind of built in um, and sort of, you know, almost tattooed into the way we approach things. Um, so I, I can speak for myself that when Jenny approaches us with the song, you know, I, I definitely rely on, you know, my, just my abilities and my influences and try to try to understand where the song is coming from. And I, I usually, I usually have a good idea. And if I don't, Jenny is, you know, great about saying, you know, that's great, but here's what we're thinking. Uh, and I, I kind of suspect that that's true for most of the players that, that either play with us or have recorded with us. 
Mandy, do you want to say anything? Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as like specific influences, um, I mean, I I definitely kind of draw on my uh, female inspirations from like I, I have I have no place in the world to put myself in the same room with Dolly Parton, but she does give me strength and I and I will call on her when I need it. Um, and, you know, like there's one of the songs on the album that I didn't think I was that was kind of, at first was kind of a stretch to me. I was like, okay, uh, you gotta, you gotta pull your inner heart. You got, you gotta get Anne and Nancy there with you and you got to <laughs> make that happen. And, and so I definitely, uh, I'm a big John Doe fan from X um, and X scene. And I, and I just kind of think about the musicians that I really admire and, and what their approach might be. And then, or, or generally just think of them when I'm doing, when I'm playing and singing and just, um, you know, just, try to try to feel that uh, that energy yeah i mean you all have, have uh done some shows with some amazing art i mean i saw robert earl keen listed on there like we did we opened for robert earl keen yeah wow what what was that like was that terrifying uh, or were you just like no like we're gonna go do our thing i mean pretty much we're, we <laughs> we kind of, we always do our thing and it was you know what was cool about that was and it was at the aladdin theater here in portland which is uh, a seated venue, which is not typically what we play. Mm -hmm. um, but what was really great about his crowd was that they were there to listen. Right. And there's nothing like looking out at a crowd and and just knowing that people are actually paying attention to what you're doing. Right. Because uh, obviously, when you're playing at a bar or you know a club, you don't always get that people are involved in their own conversations or drinking or what have you. But uh, yeah, that was really cool. And you guys, I mean, it seems like you all have done a ton of touring. I mean, is that, do you guys like playing live or is that more like you just need to play live? Oh, we love it. And okay. we need it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say we haven't done a, enough touring. We've we've definitely played a lot of local shows. Um, we did a short tour uh, down to Southern California and out to uh, Boise with um, Mother Road. And we definitely want to 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 do that again we want to uh get something together for i would say summer uh or so but yeah i we i mean we can't play enough shows in my opinion <laughs> i mean yeah playing live is really i mean i i love the studio um i because i i love being able to kind of get into the minutiae of songs and and make the sort of platonic ideal of the song but i mean when you get right down to it, music is all about the live experience. You know, music songs live to me, they live in the relationship between the, the musicians and the audience. So when a song is happening in real time and there are people on one side who are playing it and people on the other who are absorbing it, that is when that is when art lives in those in those moments when it's actually happening. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I, I always had the the uh the Fugazi mentality. They were like, Yeah, that the album's the appetizer. The show is the meal. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of um, how I how I feel about it. But I I totally agree. I mean, it, it's great to get things like you said, the minutia of the song, and really, I guess, make it the the best it can be for posterity. You know? And I'll say my you know my number one musical influence and and you know rock hero is Bruce Springsteen and. Yeah. 
in terms of, I mean, like he is, you know, someone who a musician will go into the studio and spend months, if not years, you know, perfecting the sound of an album. But then, you know, he goes, he'll go on tour for two years at a time and play four hour shows every night. And I, I mean, I wish we could do that. When we are on stage, when I'm on stage, there's like, there's nothing I want to do more than just stay there forever and just play like everything, every, every song we've ever known how to play. Uh, I never want to get off the stage when I'm on the stage. Um, so yeah, I, I love both aspects of it. Totally. That The last time I saw Springsteen, um, he did play for four hours and he crowd surfed. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> he was supposed to play the river and about halfway through, he just started taking requests. Uh, it blew my mind. <laughs> Um, in an amphitheater of all places, too. I was like, wow. Nice. Where, what, where was that? This was at the, um, we had the, the Virginia Beach Amphitheater here, um, and he came on the river tour, and I, and I went with my dad's first time I'd ever seen him, and I, like, yeah, it's definitely top five show I've seen. Um, and my, my dad, I was really lucky. He took me to a lot of kind of rock legends. We went and saw Neil Young together. Nice. Uh, Santana a few times. Um yeah, BB King, lots of different kind of blues fests would, would come here. We would go, but uh, definitely seeing Bruce uh, live, I, I think, is, is something I hope you know people can can get to experience. Well, I've seen him several, a whole bunch of times. I mean, I you know I grew up in New Jersey, so it's it's in oh, the yeah. blood. Um, but uh, I'm actually taking Mandy to her first Bruce show uh, oh. next month. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like it's life changing. I mean, it yeah. really is. Um, so how do you, I want to make sure I'm saying this name, right? Is it Gramercy? Uh -huh. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. That, uh, it's definitely a really standout song, um, to me, uh, in terms of like, I guess a mid-tempo, not ballad, but just really kind of right in that middle kind of be space between ballad and, mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. Who who said like let's let's get a saxophone? <laughs> I'll give you one guess after the conversation we just had. Right. <laughs> that was Jenny, uh, yeah. Yeah, I just heard sax on that, and uh, you know, it, uh, I don't know why. I just you know I hear these things in my head, and 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 once I get the idea, it's like it's difficult to let go of. We actually we had to try a couple times. We. We had a guy take a, a stab at it, and it wasn't quite right. Nobody really liked it. And then um, we hired uh, Dana Robbins, who's actually a Nashville session player. Uh, and she, you know, she, it was all done online. Um, and she, she really nailed the right feel. Because I was looking for a kind of, uh, we were, I was aiming for like a Memphis soul kind of feel for that song. It just yeah. seemed really soulful. And I was like, you know, you need to play this as if Clarence Clemens we're still here and, and, and he was playing on this. Um, yeah. Yeah. That song does that. I love when uh, the solos still kind of lead back into, I guess you would call it the bridge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's so seamless. It's just a, it's a beautiful moment um, on the album. So I think the the arrange. I mean, I love all the arrangements, but it really, really came together on that. Especially like with when the strings come in, and yeah, when that when that bridge or the pre-chorus, I think is is what you're thinking of when that. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, it really it really grabs you. Really, it's amazing. And of course, Mandy's yeah. vocal performance oh, is just stellar. 
yeah. <laughs> out of this world. Yeah, and that's for me. That's one of those songs that I wish was 15 minutes long. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to listen to it, it like three times to get your, <laughs> your like fix up. Oh yeah, there's there are a lot of hidden gems in there for sure. But I mean, just as a player. There's something about the way that one sits that uh, I knew that was one of the four songs, four or five songs that I just absolutely had to record. With yeah. These guys because, uh, and that was one that I was lucky enough to, to chew on during those COVID months. Uh, but that I never, ever get sick of playing that. You know, I mean, I like all of our songs, but not every song is created equally. And there's mm-hmm. some really like, yeah, it's great. It's fine. People like it. It's fine to play. But that one, man. I see it coming on the set list and I'm happy it's up next. Yeah. If, if, if one of our own songs uh, continually gives me chills every single time, uh, and I know it's good, obviously. And that one does. And I've, I've cried while I've saying it. I've, uh, I've cried while I've listened, listened to it. Like it just, um, I'm going to listen to that for the rest of my life. It's never going to get old. What was that like for you, Jenny? Like hearing it, you know, really come together. It, was it like what you, you know, kind of heard in your mind when you were first. Absolutely. A hundred percent. We, we absolutely nailed what that song was supposed to be. And I wasn't, you know, I definitely, ha- I have ideas that I, that I bring, you know, to the songs. Like I, I, you know, I have an idea of what I want it to sound like, but these players, you know, Mandy and Pearl, especially, but everybody else who, who played with us too, like they just, they bring so much of their own to it. Like that song, like, you know, it's a great song to start with, you know, I will just toot my own horn there. Oh, for sure. I wrote a really good song, but like all, all I mean, Mandy's vocal just takes it to a completely different level. And then Andy's guitar, like Andy's guitar solo is just so cool on that song. Like it needed a really like kind of emotional, cause the guitar had to, the emotion of the guitar had to match the emotion of the vocals. And he absolutely nailed that. There's all this like this subtle stuff. The Pearl's a really subtle drummer. Like he's, you know, he can be in your face, but he doesn't need to be. There's all right. these subtle details in the drums that are that I that you know I love to listen for. It's the musicality yeah. there is just it's really really awesome from everyone. So I agree. <laughs> Same. I could talk about it all day. <laughs> um. So that, I mean, what else, What other track on the album would you say, you know, the three of you are the happiest with the way it turned out? Um, oh my gosh, I mean, there's nothing on there where I'm like, oh, I wish that was better. <laughs> uh, Cottonwood, when I, when I heard Cottonwood run, uh, like fully, you know, when we were, we were listening to the final mixes and, and, we listened, you know, in our cars and on headphones and in, in our living rooms and like in all the different places. And um, I was listening in my car and I was, I believe I was driving back home from band practice from, from being with them and, and uh, just realized I was just kind of staring off into the distance and not <laughs> probably not safe <laughs> to be driving, but it just blew my mind. It just, I had not really heard the banjo, uh, that clearly i mean obviously i'd heard it a million times in the studio and all that but not like that and when it all came together and that banjo kicked in and i could feel the chill the chills coming up my arms and just it it was just so powerful to me and then the ending part with um uh where we kind of bring on the the reprisal of we call it the get on board chorus or a choir i think um just that song really blew me away too 
I need to listen to it after this. <laughs> yeah, that that is, I, I agree. That in Jamestown, to me, are standouts. And Cottonwood is cool because, especially the, the full album version, well, I guess it's all, never mind. Uh, the full album version with the chorus at the end, it goes from, you know, sort of a standard to full-blown psychedelia. There are times when we're playing that, and I'm like, what... I'm basically channeling Bonham in my right leg, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre awesome. drag triplets, and I'm looking over at Jenny and like, this is incredible. Let's keep doing this. Uh, and then, you know, it comes back to sobering at the end. It's it's interesting. It's it's a cool – that's another one that I'm always happy to see on the set list. Uh, <laughs> it's the coolest closing song I've heard on an album like all year. So I'll, I'll <laughs> nice. do it on y'all for nice. sure. Cool. <laughs> and that's, that's all – Go ahead, Mandy. Oh, no, I was just going to say that was all Jenny's brilliance. That was all her. That it, Yeah, that was her vision. I mean, and that's, I would I would say that's my my favorite, too. I mean, I think, like Pearl said, Jamestown Highway and Cottonwood Run, they were, to me, they were sort of the pillars of the album. I originally wanted Jamestown Highway to be the album opener. It didn't, mm. uh, that didn't work out for a couple reasons, although I think Counting Feathers on a Sparrow's Wing is a great album opener, too. Um, but yeah, those two songs in Conwood Run, especially in that, you know, that was uh, this, this, the history behind that song and the meaning of it, uh, it. It needed it needed to be a really, really powerful song. And I think and I think it is. I think we, we really nailed that. Oh, you nailed it, girl. How long did it take you guys to decide the album sequence? Because it really it it really is something you should listen to, I think. From the first song, you know, so and I, yeah. I agree. And I take I take sequencing very seriously. I know it's not, you know, most it's not the way most people listen these days. Most people listen in playlists or on shuffle. Right. Um, well, but, you beginning, know, we we that? are people. We are people of a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are properly no. groomed in how to listen to it. Yeah, album. there's no shuffle <laughs> on an LP. <laughs> Exactly. That's, that's the thing. Like you know, we we came of age in the the era of albums, and you know, and I I've always appreciated the thought that goes into sequencing an album. So I take it very seriously. Um, yeah, and that yeah. was the, again. That's Jenny's vision too, and she you know she's always really great at like. I think we we went through a couple of different iterations of it, um, and and this one just felt the most the most cohesive. And actually, counting feathers on a sparrow's wing, we recorded that uh, when we recorded Mother Road, um, but it didn't make it on that album. And and to have it be the first song on this album, I thought was was pretty bold because it's you know different different time really. I mean that the band that recorded that album was uh, four years about four years ago, but. It was, it was a great it was a great decision it's a it's a great opener and it kind of sets the tone for everything and yeah yeah it's cool it's a good um I, yeah when you listen to the first album and then hear that one it is kind of that it does feel like a good step in from that that one to this one so yeah it, it, it's really good um so you guys are said you were maybe thinking about doing some touring in the summer. What else is kind of on the on the horizon for the band? Well, well um, <laughs> we've got some shows coming up. Um, 
we just survived the holidays, which was nice. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we literally just have started to regroup post holidays. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we've got some shows on the radar. Trying to figure out the uh, the the new way of booking and all that good stuff. I mean, it's uh, Portland is can be challenging at times when it comes to. Is there you know a, a healthy the... Americana scene there or no? Yeah. Or... Okay. Not, not not really. I mean, there are there are definitely a there are a few bands that have made a name for themselves. Um, you know, I, it's hard to say. Like, you know, would we be better off in you know Nashville or Austin or something? I don't know. It's a you know, it's a, it's a much bigger scene. Um, but then again, you know, the the north the northwest it it kind of colors the music as well. Like, every successful band I know, I mean, usually came from not. A major city you know because mm -hmm. when i was in torn bands you know that i knew they would always be like oh we go into nashville they're like man the scene here whatever and we go up to new york same thing like man it's just it's not what it used to be i'm like, <laughs> like well we're from norfolk virginia so i don't know i just yeah. I wonder about that especially somewhere like portland so. Well, we're uh, we're hoping to get into some festivals uh, this summer because those are awesome. back for sure. Um, and Will yeah, you guys I'd, have to I'd, hire other musicians, or going to go a trio, or uh, we've never actually played a show as a trio. We um, we we do it a lot uh, just at, at rehearsal, but we typically have some some pretty solid players that that come with Ooh. us, uh, depending on who's available and what kind of sound we're looking for. Um, yeah, stage size and all that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we've done, I don't know if I would say many. We've done quite a few shows as a foursome, but uh, mm -hmm. we usually go four or five. And we do have, you know, Jeff and, and Andy are our regular part-time lovers. <laughs> yeah. They're nice. kind of our swingers, really. Yeah. <laughs> Most other wives. Are you guys like old school? Like, are you bringing the amps out with you, or do you like go oh, to yeah. work? Or okay, no, we're we're definitely old school in many ways. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm the nerd that will bring his little modeling rig and pretend it's cool. And <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I'm all for it. Cool. Well. Um, you know, again, I, I want to thank you guys for being here. I've got one more quick uh, lightning round. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys some just top of, top of your head questions. Try not to think too hard. Um, I'll go ahead and start with Mandy. Uh, Mandy, what are your top five favorite shows or movies? Ooh, wow. Oh, uh, Raising Arizona, what, uh, favorite movie for sure. Awesome. Uh, top five, Schitt's Creek. Got to throw awesome. that out there. Can't get enough of that. Um Five. Oh, and now you've really put me on the spot here. You can you can stop uh, the at Princess three. Bride. No, I'm Princess I'm going on the Princess Bride. I mean, yeah, I'm getting I'm kind of old school too, I guess. Uh, shows. Um, Jenny and I watched a lot of Frasier together. Gotta, nice. gotta love that. <laughs> uh, man, I, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> you said shows and I thought you meant shows I've played and I was like, oh, well, there was that one gig that was really... <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it there for now. Maybe I'll come... Oh, Letterkenny. Gotta love Letterkenny. 
I have never seen an episode of that. I, I keep hearing I need to oh, check it out. Oh, it is out. a very okay. uh it's not for everybody, but right. I just finished the the latest season and I just I just find it ridiculously joyful. Good. <laughs> All, right. All right, next. <laughs> You want to go for it, Jenny? Oh, same question? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, oh, God, that's impossible. And see, you even had time to think about it. And now well, Pearl's I, making I his I list. Gonna, I thought I was going to get a different question. <laughs> nope, uh, same question. Go, go. Lightning round. Uh, no, I can't. It's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can ask that. What, what's been... What is one of your favorite shows that you guys have played? Like, what was a, a memorable one? That's you, Jenny. Oh, oh, geez. Uh, Come on. Um, <laughs> I, I think I would say probably the the album release show for Mother Road. Uh, it looked like yeah. I saw the picture. You guys had like nine people. So well, that was like, that, stage, was, yeah. that was that was the re that was the come a reckoning release. That was a, it was that was a great show. Um, I will say the, the Mother Road release show, which was in 2018. Um, you know, it was it was the pre-COVID era. It was just <laughs> uh, people were more willing to come out and see bands. I think right. And it, was um, it was summer. Yeah, it was summer. It was. It was summer, and we did it at Mississippi Studios, which is, you know, one of the better venues in, in here in Portland. Um, I think we had 11 people on stage at one point for that one. Wow. And it was a much smaller stage because we had a cello player. We had, uh, yeah, we had a lot going on. Um, but it just, uh, the the it, the atmosphere was so celebratory, and, uh, and we had a really, really great crowd. Um, yeah, I think that was probably my, my favorite. All right, Pearl, how about you? What's uh, top five favorite shows or movies, or what's what's uh, your favorite show you all played? Um, so when you say top five favorite shows, you mean TV shows that we watch? or TV shows, shows or movies. Um, I used okay. to ask movies, but people are like, well, I don't watch movies anymore. I only watch series. Yeah. I, my my favorite show that we have played is the same. It's the album release for Mother Road. That was there was just a really cool vibe that night. And uh, I will say the there's just a feeling. You know, different stages have different feelings, and there's a, a the Mississippi stage exudes its own thing uh, without you even playing a note. Um, and we just actually did a started a video shoot on a stage was the same way i sat down on my throne and i'm like yo man the stage is already talking to me so anyway that was probably my favorite show that we have played um i'm sort of a, a sci-fi dork I, I got into watching the marvel universe with uh with my son so there's a lot of those that uh, i consider pretty fun pretty cool um I thought when you said shows, I thought you meant live shows. And I, I would have to say that I have two that stick out. One was when I was four. <laughs> My sister wow. actually took me to a Pink Floyd show and got wow. super in trouble for it. But When I you were four? Four. four in, oh, yep, my God. In Virginia, of all places. You could relate with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, the Joshua Tree tour both times was pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. 
Um, TV shows, though, I'm sort of all over the place on that one. I don't know. Um, I like to watch. I, I watch more documentaries and weird science shit than anything. I think. <laughs> Very cool. Well, where where can everyone find you all? Uh, well, you can go one stop shopping to thestubbornlovers.com, dot uh, com, and that will send you to all of our uh, social media sites. And oh, look, you can buy the album while you're there. What do you know? <laughs> Yeah, can you uh, buy a physical copy of it? You sure can, and it will be okay. mailed by uh, either myself or Jenny with a little handwritten note. I Fantastic. mean, come on. I might even throw in, like, I don't know, some candy or something. So <laughs> Sounds great. I will definitely tell people to purchase a copy and uh, spread the word. And, again, thank you all so much for, for coming on our show. Thank you. Thanks um, for I really hope you guys get over to the East Coast. Uh, would love to see you all live. Uh, until then, I, I can figure out my way to get out to the West Coast. So. Right on. That is a goal for us, for sure. Uh, it, might, it might happen. And where did you say you were? Norfolk, Virginia? Yeah, yeah. Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Hampton Roads. Gotcha. All right. We'll put that on our itinerary when we, when we do <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, hit us up. Uh, you know, if you guys you know, need a place to, to stay or... You know, we'll we'll get a crowd out there. They they love uh, Americana music here. So. Right on. Awesome. Well, again, well, thank, thank you, you all so much. And uh, thank you. anything else you all want to say or add or anything? Uh, just support local music, man. It's uh sometimes it's a lot harder than it looks. <laughs> we love it, and we're gonna keep doing it. But yeah, just support your local bands for sure. Absolutely. Well, again, y'all have a great rest of your evening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Pedestrian at Best podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or anywhere else that you may be listening. You can add us on Twitter, just search at Pedestrian, or you can add us on Instagram, just search Pedestrian at Best podcast. We hope you are doing well, and thanks for listening.